Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Yanis, you know, one of the newest requirements with CTPAD is that new money laundering standard. That's a big change. Yes, Steve, certainly Customs is keeping an eye on that, and they're really expecting all companies to keep an eye for any type of money laundering activity. Okay, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Master's Method podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a Customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Yanis Sandez. Hi, Yanis. Hi, Steve. I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Scissor Group, and I've been working with supply chain security for the past 10 years. I'm excited to be here and be able to talk to you about this topic. So today's topic on supply chain security is going to be about trade-based money laundering and terrorism financing. And in this area, we're going to cover a number of different things. We'll talk a little bit about what is money laundering, certainly in the trade environment. And we'll talk about some of the red flags that you need to watch with in working with your business partner in all of your different shipping transactions. So, Yanis, I, I guess the first question that a lot of people, of course, have is, what is money laundering? What, what is that? Yeah, essentially, it, it's a means that criminals use to basically use international trade type of tra- transactions to disguise illicit proceeds by uh, by altering customs and banking paperwork. So basically, it's a way for them to get around and, and, and disguise that illicit money, essentially. So essentially, this money that they're using in these legitimate transactions, essentially, exactly. is possibly illicit money. It's, it's money that might have been derived from illegal sources or it's going to an illegal or illicit use, and that's gotten in, into the supply chain. Exactly. So it's very important to be able to identify any of these type of red flags that we're going to talk about. So a lot of times, you know, when, one of the things I know in CTPAT and the big push right now, of course, is dealing with all of your business partners, and that could be your, your suppliers, your vendors, your service providers. So essentially what Customs is now saying is part of the CTPAT program. Again, this is brand new. This just became a part of the CTPAT program starting June 1st of this year. Uh, that as part of screening and monitoring and tracking your business partners, you've got to consider this this topic. Exactly, Steve. And there are some key red flags that you can uh, start screening and scrutinizing that may be linked to any of these possible illicit transactions. So for example, as you're dealing with new suppliers, new supply chain service providers, any type of business partners, you really want to be able to identify how transparent the relationship is, how much information they're willing to provide. So for example, if you're unclear on the identity of that of that business, of its ownership structure, all that, that gives you just a heads up on something doesn't look right. Again, if they have also like a complex transaction structure where it's not a clean or typical way of doing business with them, that's also a red flag. And certainly if there are any uh, abrupt changes either in their company organization, their structure, or even in their trade activity patterns, Steve, those are some of the things that you as a company need to be aware and sensitive of. 
Yeah, now, and certainly in working with your business partners, one of the things that we're certainly recommending in, in, in starting that screening process is you certainly want to go ahead and look at your business partners and maybe screen them against some of those uh, denied or prohibited uh, uh, type screening lists mm -hmm. to make sure at least they're, they're meeting those kind of standards. Uh, that's certainly a, a requirement. But you're saying that you want to start to look at these things at the beginning of the relationship, certainly what's out there, and certainly during the relationship. So at the beginning of the relationship, like you say, you're looking at you know that those ownership issues, the way the, the truck, this transaction is going to be structured. What are some of the other things you might want to look at here? Yeah. So again, you also want to keep a look at if you see any of the suspicious um, addresses, um, if they're dealing with any type of high risk or unusual countries. Um, certainly any discrepancies or quality um, standards that are that are inconsistent with your typical expectations. Um, again, these are just some of type of the red flags that you want to identify throughout your relationship with this business partner. So anything that seems out of the norm, unusual, not typical, again, red flag, not saying it's a problem, mm -hmm. but we're saying that if it's a red flag, that all that means is stop investigate it, take a look, make sure everything is, is, is normal. And if you're okay with that, certainly move forward, but don't just ignore these things because you're right. Um, sometimes a transaction, we even say this sometimes, you know, working with a certain vendor, maybe it's too good to be true. They're giving exactly. you such great pricing. You're going, boy, that's unusual. It's too good to be true pricing. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? How mm -hmm. are they able to do that? And maybe that's a red flag that they're involved in some potentially some illicit activities. I think custom certainly has has put a lot more burden on 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 CTPAC companies in particular mm -hmm. to really be a lot more diligent uh, in setting up your global supply chain and, and all those different transactions that you're doing globally and saying, look, you just can't be out there buying and selling from anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, you need to kind of check these people out. So during the shipment process, what are some of the issues, you know, what you, once you go ahead and let's say you screen a company and everything looks kind of normal, but these red flags don't just stop there. No. As you're doing these transactions day in and day out, week after week, there's some additional red flags you should continue to monitor. Exactly, Steve. So say that during your screening process, that company seemed legitimate based on your research and based on the transaction. But then there's a the next phase and that's more of the ongoing and where you want to make sure that you don't see any anomalies within a, a common pattern that you may have. Because that's when they can throw in either an unusual shipping route, an unusual country of export when you're like, we did not agree to this or this is not what the pattern is. And if your company isn't paying close, close attention to it, it's very easy to miss those type of red flags. So again, any type of unusual third parties that were typically not involved in all the other shipments you had been dealing with. Again, it only takes a matter of one shipment to have an illicit mm -hmm. transaction. So keep an eye for these type of shipment red flags. And also along with that are financial transactions. So again, if you typically get payments, either wire or check or more of traditional payment uh, methods, if someone just wants to pay you cash, it's a large amount, there's no backup, et cetera. Those are some of the red flags or even um, letter of credit inconsistency, Steve, that could also sometimes tend to, to be related to an illicit uh, transaction or incorrect pricing 
um, serious undervaluing or overvaluing. Um, there's a lot of red flags that you could identify of that. And also in the shipping documentation itself. So whether you have a lack of shipment documentation that it's typically standard, but for that shipment, you did, you did not receive it. Mm -hmm. um, terms get drastically amended from what you, you have agreed upon. Um, again, dis uh, suspicious or unusual product description or values. If they're sending you something that's not part of what they typically send you or what you expect, red flag, keep an eye, stop that shipment, evaluate it. Uh, same with bill of lading, thieving consistencies and missing any type of critical shipment information. Well, you know, it, it's funny you say that because I, I agree a lot of times in monitoring transactions like this, and, and this is not only of course in, in terms of money laundry, but certainly in any part of the transaction, you always wanna kind of establish that good baseline. What's normal, what's usual? And, and really kind of build that baseline for your company in all your transactional elements. And what you're always looking for is you're looking for those anomalies. You're looking for things that are outside the norm, that are unusual, that might be suspicious. And generally, those are the things that are going to hopefully trigger you to ask more questions, gather additional information. And that's what Customs always talks about, that level of diligence. Just don't assume because your supply chain is running, everything is fine. You got to stop, you got to step back a little bit and review these transactions on a pretty regular basis. Is it normal? Anything unusual? Anything suspicious? Because you're right, it could be one thing that's different. And all of a sudden, if you were to really trigger on that and do your own investigation, you might go, oh my gosh, that looks like a real red flag. Mm -hmm. I've got to do some real more digging. And we always say that if you spot any of these things, anything that's unusual or suspicious, immediately we say stop the transaction and investigate and don't let it just pass by and say i'll deal with later no you need to stop that transaction and you need to investigate and start asking questions and do your due diligence and even to the point of documenting that you've done this investigative work even if it doesn't result in anything i think that's a good practice because let's say you do investigate it you conclude that everything's fine but what happens if later on down the road, the government comes back and says, hey, that was a bad transaction. You can say, look, I did my due diligence. I did my investigation and I concluded it was okay. That's what they're looking for. Exactly. They don't want to see you to say, well, I didn't catch it. I just ignored it. I just, you know, disregarded it. No. And by the way, I would remind all of you um, that are on this, if you're part of the CTPAP program, this isn't just about you. I know you might be thinking you're listening to this and you, you don't have the time or the resources to handle this, but you've got to be communicating with the other departments, whether it's your finance department, your purchasing department, your logistics department, you got to onboard them with some of these red flags to make sure that they're aware and they're hypersensitive to these same issues. This is not a program that you're going to be able to manage independently, just you as the you know, supply chain security coordinator for your company, you're gonna have to really push this out and onboard a lot of other people because when you get into this money laundering area and the number of red flags that Eunice just went over, they can permeate the entire transaction in a lot of different ways. And you might not see all of that, but there's other people in your company that might, and that's important. Yes, I certainly agree with you, Steve. And again, um, 
companies get creative. So you want to keep your team up to speed and up to date with the latest to really identify um, any of those red flags. So yes, internal communication and awareness is key in an area as sensitive as this one. Yeah, so my, our recommendation certainly today and what we wanted to share with you today was, again, the whole concept of money laundering. It is a new concept. It's a new part of the CTPAP program. Our recommendation, build a good program to identify, spot this, both during the business partner screening process and as you're going forward to monitor and manage all your ongoing international transactions for money laundering activities. Also, you do need to push this out to all those different departments. So we recommend that you engage either in training, uh, in promoting this, in communicating this to all the different players within your supply chain so they're also aware of some of these standards. This is going to require a lot of ongoing management. And again, as we said, it's new and customs is pushing it. So yeah. it's something you all certainly want to be aware of. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining us today on the Master's Method podcast. And I, I certainly want to thank you, Eunice, for sharing some of this really valuable, valuable information. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, Steve. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.